What's good, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of One on One with your co-host. I'm Tommy, and hi, I'm Jen, and we are coming at you from Gabaldon Hall. So please excuse any background noise you may hear. Students are back. Yes, that is true. So we're excited to introduce our season two lineup for you. So just to give you a little bit of an overview, we're switching up and going to be talking about what you can expect that's going to be different from last season. So we're going to talk about some specific themes that aren't just related to the different areas of student affairs, but we're also trying to take a look at some social justice and inclusion efforts, incorporating that more into our podcast, but also talking about the impact that of social justice that the work has that we do, as well as the work that we can begin on college campuses. All right, so before we jump too far in, um, we want to take a moment to thank some individuals who have helped this podcast be successful and who continue to be partners with us throughout this journey. First is our Housing and Residence Life team at NAU, who allow us to record each week by having a mid-manager stay late past five so that we can stay in the building. Secondly, thank you to our supervisor, Sarah Olson, who helps us create content and supports our work. And third, most importantly, you, the listener, for tuning in. If you want to be featured on our podcast, feel free to contact us at either Jennifer Immel at nau.edu, spelled J-E-N-N-I-F-E-R dot I-M-E-L at nau.edu, or Tommy Newsom at nau.edu, spelled T-O-M-M-Y dot N-E-W-S-O-M at nau.edu. Our goal is to also try and give shout outs each week to our listeners to subscribe, who, who subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify Podcast. Now it's time to jump right in. Cool. So we're going to go right into this. So what does this mean? Again, we're only going to give you a sneak preview of what to expect from this season. So you have to stay tuned and find out what's happening on Sunday evening when we release our first full episode. But again, the So What Does This Mean is the segment designed specifically for the NASPA knowledge community of new professionals and graduate students that um, we often kind of do in a sort of interview style. So Jen and I are going to be going back and forth for this first one. But the segment is designed not only for us to learn about how we incorporate some of the student development theories or counseling theories into the podcast, but also helping listeners understand how situations and experiences we have with students can play out through a student affairs lens. So this week, we're going to be recapping our first semester. So um, I guess just to start off, Jen, what were the highlights for you as you look back on your first semester of grad school? I think some highlights was were just getting experience in areas that I had not had experience in in before, like conduct or um, sitting on a committee for housing and residence life, um, although I did sit on like a diversity inclusion committee at OU, it was more of a more informal role. Um, so that is something that I'm excited to continue to do. Um, and I'm also another highlight would be um, just getting through all my classes and learning a lot through those, especially um, in my counseling class. Even though I may have not enjoyed it because of the professor, it was still really beneficial to know all those counseling theories and know how to apply those to students that I'm going to be interacting with. Gotcha. I think for me, some of the highlights are just now being out of my first year of grad school, actually feeling like I did take some stuff away that I can apply (laughs) to what I'm doing now as a full-time hall director. So some of the highlights, I think, for me was just being able to 
come up with what are my own style of supervision or things I thought might work that I got some pretty good feedback on. Some examples of that, I think, I know we talked about in season one about the rundown, and it's basically an email that kind of summarizes all of the important information that our staff need to know that they can apply and have a chance to just basically know what is if I do nothing else that you expect from me. So I think that was one big one for me. Still finding out ways to try to engage with students. I think now I'm starting to get to a little bit more dissonance where uh, there's almost seven years difference between myself and the freshmen that live in a hall. And so I found out I'm not as cool as I used to be, at least in their perception, but I still have a good way of at least being able to connect with them and finding out that sort of part. So I think that's another highlight for me. And I think also just moving to a different location. I enjoy new experiences, having a chance to try something new and having those different challenges that come from not being familiar with something. And so for me, that's kind of a highlight. It's a little bit of a strange one, I think, but I like to approach any sort of new experience as an opportunity. Yeah, so going into lowlights, I think for me, something that I would say would be a lowlight was missing out on specific family events. Um, So I didn't get to go home to see my parents for Thanksgiving. I did get to spend it with my sister here um, in Scottsdale. But I think that um, Thanksgiving is one of my favorite holidays because I like to cook and eat. And so I missed doing that with my family. Um, And also just being away from a lot of people was hard. But in general, I think I enjoyed the semester. I don't have too many lowlights from being here in Flagstaff. But yeah. I think similarly for the lowlight for me was going to a new place and needing to basically make all new friends that was something that I kind of struggled with initially I didn't do a very good job of reaching out and so there were times I definitely felt kind of lonely and I was like I'm not really sure how to make friends got to learn that over again because now I'm out of grad school I don't kind of have a built-in time it's something I actually have to go out and do myself it's not kind of built in a cohort model or anything like that Um, the other part I think was just maybe underestimating the amount of time I would be doing conduct. Now I'm a fan of it. I like it because I know exactly what I need to do for conduct. But at first, it was a rough transition where I was thinking, hmm, this is a lot of conduct meetings. How come there's so many incidents happening all the time? Um, And I would couple that with also still being on call. A little bit of a low light for me because I've had some pretty busy weeks of on call and responding to some really difficult situations that students have gone through. And so I would say that's a low light in the sense of knowing that so many of our students are having those challenges and issues. But at the same time, I'm also learning how to better handle those situations when students are going through and being there for them in the way that they need me to be. So I think that's something which kind of goes into the what we learned from this past semester about what it means to be a professional here at NAU and housing and residence life. Uh, But I think the other big part is I think sometimes I lack confidence in myself and I'm not really sure if I'm doing the right thing. I know there's a lot of times that my supervisor can attest where I'm like, you got any feedback for me? Like anything that I need to do differently? And most of the time is just keep doing you. Uh, And so I think that's something I've learned is that most of the time, if I think it's a good idea, it's probably a good idea. But I also learned that our staff really trust us a lot to make decisions in a way that's going to help them and giving them a chance to also input, have their input into the decisions is something I think has worked really well so far for us. Anything that you would say that you've learned? Yeah, I think something that I've learned is that it's okay to question um, policies. I know, especially for conduct, there are things that I don't 
think that a standardized sanction is appropriate or really beneficial to people who come in for conduct meetings. And so I think it's something that I've learned is that it's okay to ask questions um, and kind of justify what you're thinking to people. Um, And sometimes it works out and sometimes it doesn't. And that's just something you have to deal with. But asking, if you don't ask, you won't know. So definitely ask questions. And I think something that I've been trying to work on is having more confidence, kind of like Tommy was saying, um, and decisions I'm making um, in all aspects of my job. So definitely something to work on and learn. Uh, I guess a question. So for the listener who maybe, I don't know that we've ever been pretty explicit about it, but um, Jen and I both co-supervised together. So we've had a lot of opportunities to work together over this past semester. Um, it's a pretty common thing, I would say, at a lot of institutions. But Jen, is there anything that you would say for, uh, I guess, advice in terms of how to work together with someone who is maybe really different from you or very similar Um I guess also how you would define what that is to begin with, too. That way the listener has some insight, too. I would say that we are pretty similar but different in some ways. I think that you're more organized than I am. Um, But similarly, we are both communications people um, and are pretty upfront about things. So I think that in working together, something important to remember is to be upfront and just be open to receiving criticism and feedback as you... Um, go through that working relationship um, at not just at assessment times um, because that'll help your relationship with your supervisor or with your coworker as well. Yeah, I think something I would add is that the beginning of the year is really critical time to figure out how you actually want to work together. I know we spent a good amount of time, I think, trying to figure out are we going to just split tasks? Are we going to come together and work on them collectively? How are we going to make sure it like we're both on the same page i think that's worked out pretty well in the sense that we do a lot of our tasks together and trying to um whenever it's something that needs to be delivered to the staff team or to our community council some things that are beneficial for everyone to know like this is coming from both of us it's not just one or the other i think that's been really helpful i think on more on the administrative end we've done more of the just hey i'll keep you in the loop on what's going on but i think that's something that for any kind of pair if you're working with someone else is to make sure like what is the strategy you want to use and making sure you're both on the same page for it and if you need to reset or reassess the expectations around that I think that's really important Um, as far as like advice I think again kind of fitting in with the new professionals and graduate students knowledge community I think for me the biggest one is taking the time to One, actually read all the way through the transition report. I think that's really important. And not being afraid to go back and look at it, but also being okay with doing your own thing. Um, I know there's a lot of differences between myself and the previous hall director that was in Gabaldon and the way that we operated. And so I think that's something is, again, going back to finding out what your own style is. Another part I think that's important is trying to learn what the function or like kind of the culture of your building is and so having a chance to interact with facilities or with the staff who have previously been there before or just figuring out what's the layout of your building and how students are going to engage in that space i think are also really important because those are areas that we tend to focus more so on just the student interactions but those relationships or just the actual structural component of a facility is really important too so any advice that you would give for grad students 
think some advice that I would give is to just be calm and um, try to stay as organized as possible and to work on homework during the weekend so that you don't have to worry about um, meeting deadlines or things like that during the week where you should be able to kind of relax more and focus on work and just attending class rather than getting homework done last minute. Um, so that's something that I've been trying to implement both last semester and going into the semester. Um, but yeah. So like we said, it's just a sneak preview. That's all you're going to get. Jen's going to close this out with the thanks for listening component, but you have to tune in on Sunday to hear the full episode. Thanks for listening. If you have any thoughts about the podcast this week, we'd love for you to leave your feedback, suggestions, or other thoughts into the comments section. Um, shout out again to Housing and Residence Life at NAU and helping this podcast succeed. Thank you again to our listeners. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.